Hello, you good-looking lot. It's the top five at our new time, five o'clock. Welcome to the five in midfield with myself, Gav Mack, Alex Osborne and Stephen Buck. How are you, gents? Very well, well thank you very much. How are you? Yeah, good. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, I'm very well. I'm very well. Right, this week on our top fives, we're going to be talking about our top five Brazilian footballers of all time. Buck, Stephen Buck, he's got the he's got the memo this week as well about wearing a hat. Got to wear a hat. Has, yeah. Don't wear a hat. Can't take it seriously. Um, right. Who's your number five? Well, my number five starts with Cafu. Oh, yes, Brazilian Cafu. legend, most capped Brazilian of all time. Um, obviously, led the led him to the World Cup success back in two thousand and two. And we were saying off air, I can't believe the man is fifty now. He's fifty. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's mad. It's 18 years since he won the World Cup. 18 years. And I still think that's the child fair. It's madness. So, yeah, crazy stuff. It's still in show. He's in good nick as well, Caffrey. I reckon he can still turn up at the race course and outplay most people. Um, well, I'll probably take him at Arsenal right now. Number five was Cafu for me. <laughs> Who's your number four? Number four, I actually went for Marta. As my oh, number. I'll tell you what. That is a brilliant, brilliant shout. Tell me why. Marta, <laughs> a bit Marta, wasn't he? <laughs> what made what made you go for Marta? Just the influence that she's had on the female side of the game is second to none. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's got seventeen World Cup goals to her name. She's Strong. the first Brazilian player of either gender, male or female, that scored and played in five separate World Cups. Mm. Extremely talented. It doesn't matter whether or not you start looking at, you know, left foot, right foot. Can she take a player on? Yes. Can read the game really well. She's just a very naturally talented player. Would certainly give most of the lads a good run for their money too. I think she'd actually be able to turn up for, for men's teams. Very few women footballers that I reckon would be able to turn on in the men's game. And I honestly believe that she is one that could. So I um, I, I tip my hat, sir. I tip my hat uh, to that. No, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Who's number three? My number three, I went for the little tiny Brazilian that I loved watching. I'm, I'm in Brazilian. The I love a Brazilian. Uh, <laughs> I went for Romario. Brilliant. Man, man has scored over a thousand career goals. And that is some feat to do. All over the world as well. Yeah. For some top clubs too. So, you know, we're, we'll come on to the not doing it for top clubs later on in the list. But yeah, I went for a little Romario. I love watching him. In the, in the 90s, I can't think which World Cup it was. It might be 94. Yeah. Playing in 98 as well. Mm. Really little player. Really, really, really skillful. Massively underrated. So, great. Abs- absolute talent. Um, who's your number two? I went for the original Ronaldo. Oh, R9. Yeah, cut and all. But the guy was a monster. Whether or not you wanted power, pace, skill, flair heading a ball, scoring with either foot. He was just supremely talented and just had everything. Mm. He, had, he had a bit of a bad ruck with some of the injuries later on towards his career. But, you know, there's no... You can't show our own from the fact that he played for every top club going pretty much. I was just banging in goals everywhere he went. Mm. Yeah. And who's your number one? My number one is the legend that is Pele. Oh, yeah. So... We we have a bit of a disagreement about this, don't we? Because Pele, for me, if you look back at some of the YouTube clips and the videos, you listen to the ex-pros, you you know you had a player that was 
leagues above everybody else he was playing for. His international stats alone and what he did for the Brazil side when they first won their World Cup. And they tried so long to do it and he was instrumental in it. Yeah, the man scored, what, 77 goals in 92 games for Brazil, for his country. And a vast majority of those were at championship games. Now, I get that he scored a lot of goals for Santos and he was very loyal to Santos and stayed there all of his life. And that's probably where we're going to have this, this little debate over whether or not it's, it's true. But the, you cannot deny the talent that the man possessed. He finished? Yeah. Pelé's a fraud. Oh. COVID has gone to your head, sunshine. <laughs> Pelé's international career, I will not take away from him whatsoever. But he reckons he's got over a thousand goals. Okay, yeah. How many of those were on race course pitch twelve? You know, how many were down Hackney Marshes? He is not. He's not. Te- not he, if he was playing nowadays football, he wouldn't ever get anywhere. I'm talking like. If we're looking back at that Brazil team, there's so many players in that Brazil team that would be able to make it somewhere else. Pele is one of the most overrated players in the history of oh my life. You know when people go, you know when people go, oh, okay, you know who's who's the best? Excuse me, Pele or Maradona? Maradona is gone all over the world. He's won World Cup with them when the Argentinian side were basic as well and he turned it on and, and, and smashed it he went to Napoli turned it on he played it on Barcelona he turned it all over the world and he was, he was absolute delight he's skillful as hell scores goals does whatever Pele nah not having it no no you cannot just judge judge one player based on the fact that he had loyalty to his hometown club yeah, I, 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 the Pele play South Americans or even of most countries didn't really travel abroad anyway because of the power that it was then, which is what it is now. Even when in Maradona's time, it was a lot more advanced then. Yeah. You compare Pelé when he played against international competition, which he did. He won Brazil three well. I told you, I'll, I'll, put, I'll take my hat off to what he's done at international level. But when he's asked one a thousand goals, oh yeah, what was he goalpost? A shed and a swing ball. Now nah, I'm not having it. Right, um, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my, my top five, and I'll tell you one thing: Pele ain't anywhere near it. Um, number five for me is Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho is an absolute magician. I don't, uh, for me, he was the best player in the world for a number of years on the spin. I, I don't think there's much more to say about Ronaldinho. He is an absolute legend. Um, I should have him higher up thinking about it. Um, number number four, Rivaldo. Because when you talk about the the three R's back in their day, it's it was Rivaldo, Romario, Ronaldo. And then it, you know, Romario got subbed out, so to speak. And Ronaldinho came in, in that number 10 role. And Rivaldo, one game I remember in particular was at club level when he was playing for Barcelona, the year that Man United won the treble. And just how he turned it on in both legs in the group stage against Man United. And that's, I think that's when I really stood up and was like, wow, this guy is incredible. It was 98, I was 11 years old. I was like, yeah, this guy is, is the real deal. Um, number three, Babeto. Bebeto 
he's he's a magician, mate. Absolute magician. He he's the real deal, in my opinion. I can't take anything he says seriously when he doesn't have Pele anywhere near the top five. Don't need Pele anywhere near the top five. Mate, an absolute journey. But 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 I was actually contemplating putting Rye in my top five as well because of what he did when he was at PSG in the nineties. Um, if you watch him, you know, Jorkaev based his game on Rye. And what's that tell you? Look at what a, what a legend Jorkaev was. And he based his game on Rye. Um, and Rye, Rye, Rye and Bebeto were very similar in the way they played. But I just think Bebeto is just a little bit better. Um, number two, I've gone with Dunga. Because when you think of Brazil, you think of flair, you think of 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 like tidy toes you think you think of all these sort of things but when it comes to when it comes to when it comes to a general in midfield i look at someone like gilberto silver who everyone knows from from arsenal not that that the arsenal gilberto silver not the one that played for the tottenham and dunga was a leader him and cafu in terms of leadership are the best leaders that Brazil have had in two, three generations. And I think Dunga's impact is of, of running that midfield won Brazil the World Cup in 94. It's all good so scoring goals. So we're just saying that both Dunga and Gilberto Silva are better than Pele? Well, they're in different positions, aren't they? So that's like saying Messi's better than Maldini. You don't say that, do you? You wouldn't, you, you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say, you wouldn't, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't say that because because Dunga is a, is a defensive midfielder and and Pele's a forward. But Pele's not made your top five, but Dunga has. Yeah, um, and number one, well, it's not going to be anyone else other than other than Marcos Santos. No, I'm joking. Um, it's um, the original R nine. Um, Andre Santos said, Andre old. Santos. <laughs> <laughs> but cut the show, cut the show. <laughs> I was waiting for it to put Marcelino in. He's like, yeah, we'll stick a left back in there. That's fine. Well, um, oh, I'm, I'm glad that you, Bucky, and myself, I don't know about Alex's list yet, didn't put Roberto Carlos in there because he he is a fraud as well. Oh, <laughs> Roberto Carlos, man, people, people bang on, people, listen, listen, right, before I carry on, people bang on about Roberto Carlos being the best left back in the world. Could he even defend? If, if it weren't for that, if it weren't, what? If it weren't for that free kick against, um, against uh, France in Le Tournois, people yeah. wouldn't care less about Roberto he, Carlos. He wouldn't have spent 10 seasons at Real Madrid or however long. Even should we talk about some players that have played for Real Madrid for a long period of time? He won, cha- he won Champions Leagues. He won oh, La Liga. He uh, uh, do take patterns. I don't. We, we could talk about players that have played for clubs that have won trophies and things like that. Jonathan Greenan's got a Champions League with his medal. Would you have him in your squad? No, no. If it's Jonathan Greenan, um, I quite like the guy. Um, uh, yeah. Wes Brown. Wes Brown. Is he a world class defender? No. He, he spent ten years plus at Manchester United. Won countless titles and won two Champions Leagues. Does that mean um, Wes Brown is 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 is, is decent? Come Wes Brown was a, was a squad player. Roberto Carlos was a first team. Who else did they have at left back? No one. We didn't have anybody else at left back. Who else was going to play a left back? 
replace Roberto Carlos if he was that bad. I, I don't whoa, no, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think he's that bad. I just don't think he's that good. And when people talk about, um, you know, players that, oh, who takes best free kicks? People put him in there. No. Janino Pernambucano over him. Um, Shinji Nakata over him. Um, not Nakata, sorry. Um, Nakamura over him. Um, I'd even have Jose Gilavert taking free kicks over over um, Roberto Carlos. So, yeah, that's, that's a different story for a different time. But, um, Alex, where, what's, what's your list saying? Oh, Alex, Sorry, talk second to us. Gab, who was your number one with Ronaldo? Yeah, original Ronaldo. R9, King. Awesome. Right, then. Uh, uh, Gab is... Um, he... He lit up the world, didn't he? I mean, he, his skills, his, his infection game, he always smile on his face as well and he would make people look silly. but it was even when he did it against your own team you're kind of like oh, uh, yeah okay that was that was really 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 good mm. and I still remember that score against Chelsea in the Champions League where he, he had what four or five players all around him and with just a little uh, sort of hip faint foot faint just completely like almost as if he was like a superhero mm. and went I free spray him now, <laughs> and then I'm just putting him back in the net. And yeah. it was, if anything, it's what he was. Was kind of that moment because it was just five players in the of, of a special talent. Yeah, I thought when you know he was going for the Ballon d'Or, and it was him or Thierry Henry, and I was a little bit upset, you know, because at the time I was thinking Ronaldo Thierry Henry was the best thing since sliced bread. But in hindsight. Lovely. Who's your number four? Number four in the original Ronaldinho is Garincha. Um, oh, wrong image. There you go. That's Garincha. <laughs> some regarded him as the uh, one of the best dribblers of all time, and having looked at YouTube clips over the last uh, day or so. I can see why, especially in an obviously football boots weren't what they were now. The footballs that they were playing with were now, and certainly the rules were certainly And he was still able to do that stuff. And he led Brazil alongside uh, another player who's about to pop off my list in a minute uh, to two World Cups back to back in the late 50s, 60s. Who's your number three? Number three, um, Romario. Fucking God, covered, up, uh, covered a lot of it. Uh, he was a prolific striker, very prolific striker. It was one of those where he can't even give him half a yard space because in that half yard, he would score. What I loved about Romario, especially, it was more his time at Barcelona with the partnership with Haristo Stoichkov. Mm. And those two... Their relationship was very similar to like the York and Cole relationship. You know, neither of them were very selfish, but both of them had goals in them. And Romario had that flair to add to it. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. It is a beautiful, I mean, beautiful footballer. He'd, if, if Romario, because he was quite small, wasn't he? he wasn't mm. a, yeah. 
physical player, was he? If, if you think about what he would be now, I would say he would be. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Eden Hazard is as good as Romario, but he would play in that kind of position because your centre forward now, when you're only playing one up top, you want him to be bigger, you want him to be more physical, don't you? And you feel more skillful, more um, smaller wings as inside forwards, inverted wingers, whatever you want to call it. So Romario would probably be the Hazard player who would still be the best player on the team and look to go- score a lot of goals, but he would certainly be coming more from the flanks. So mm. at the where football was, you're still pretty much your four-four-two, and you had your biggest striker there. Thinking you mentioned Roberto. I know we reckon him. He was still a good player, but Roberto was your more physical player for Brazil, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, to flourish, and they certainly had uh, Brazil to not football, didn't they? I think Romario would be better in today's current era of football than what he was when he was in his peak through the nineties. Mm-hmm. Football has changed. You know, you take a little man like that, and back in the nineties, the ball was in the air a lot. It was a lot of long ball, very direct. It's a lot of kick and rush. Now you've got so much more build-up play, and it's more based around your technique and what can actually be distributed as the play builds. And having those those players that have great technique, great agility, and that ability to literally just shift the ball a fraction of a yard, get a shot off, and have it on target. He was perfect and brilliant at it. I well ahead of his game. Better now than what he would have been back then. Mm, yeah, well ahead of his game. Uh, the one game against Man United in the Champions League uh, early, early when it was like in the first couple of seasons when it would be that, that's, that's the same year when uh, when Storchkov was there. Mm. And it was, I think it was the at the time you had the three you had the rule of three foreign players yeah, allowed. That's right. The two, players. I think it was. Mm. Um, and. Uh, Barcelona for Man United, the new one, and Romario got himself a couple of goals that day. Four nil that game. I remember watching that on telly. I, I really, I honestly remember watching that on TV. Yeah. Um, who's your number two? Number two. Now, my number two would have been my number one if Andres hadn't robbed him of of his peak, right? Um, even it is even in what it was Glass's peak years, he was still very good, but he was a very different player in his peak due to such injuries from when he first broke on the scene. Of course, I'm referring to my personal favourite at the time is Ronaldo. He had it all. As Bucky said, he was strong, he was quick, he had skill. He could dribble, he could pass, he could also head as well. He could lead the line. He could. And I'm talking when he joined PSV Eindhoven, Barcelona, and in the first season and a half before he got his injury into Milan, that was the thing that we've ever seen in the world of In the history of mankind. Still had potential then. And then he got that horrible was it ACL injury, mm. um, ACL injury uh, in Milan. First one, and unfortunately, because uh, even even though uh, medicine at that time was still good, now think of a player ACL now. It's not quite the death knell, or certainly the altering injury that it used to be, even back in the late nineties. Mm. And if he hadn't got that injury, he would have been. I think he would. 
This is the greatest player of all. I still, I still think he is the goat. Um, who's your number I, one? I don't. I have no doubt about. Uh, I'll just even in his modified way when he was more of a poacher, shall we say? Just look what he did to Man United in the Champions League, where he got a standing ovation. He scored, sent him out of the Champions League, all of old track singing, sign him up, Fergie, sign him up. So, mm. and I don't think that I've ever seen uh, any player at all um, play, you know, play the ground like that. Um, and then number one, <laughs> Jam's not going to like this, it's Pele. It's Pele. And the reason... <laughs> I don't like the fact that you changed your list uh, because I ain't got that image. We're going to have to recycle. The reason why it's Pele is because he's always cited by not just fans, but people who play, football players who play at the time that he was playing, but who watched the playing growing up, cited as well. And he influenced a whole generation generations of Brazilian football players and yes Jav you're quite insane he did come to Europe uh, he lived at Santos played a little bit in was it the old MLS didn't he um, yeah York Cosmos in, in that team of George Best I believe <laughs> my god imagine being a imagine being a player on that team George Best and Pele turned up for training well Pele would at least be sober I don't know about George Best <laughs> he'd still be hanging but he he won Brazil three World Cups. He was kicked out of another World Cup in England. Who knows what would have happened if he hadn't been. And it's just that iconic image, isn't it, of him when he scored that header and he's been lifted in the air and he's got his um his, his fist in the air and he's he's got that big old smile in the World Cup in Italy. Mm. That was the very first World Cup final that was broadcast in colour. And it, that's an enduring image for me. When I think football and I think Brazil and I think World Cup, that's the image I always prefer. Well, the, the best thing the best thing that Pele's done is raise awareness about erectile dysfunction. Hey, look, you would have seen all of the you would have seen all the all the images come up at the bottom of the screen. Uh, at Tour Top Football on all social media platforms. That's our top five Brazilian footballers. Who goes in yours? Hey, look, have you got an idea for a show for us? Let us know. Send us a message either on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you know, or leave it in the comments. There's something for us to talk about in the future. But for us, thank you and goodbye.